0: You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Sue Podcast, episode number 54. Hey guys, I wanted to take a second to thank all my long-time listeners and to welcome all first-time listeners to this podcast. It means a lot to me and it keeps me going to provide you more valuable content so you can live your healthiest life. Now on to this episode. It's another excellent day. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue Podcast. The one podcast that everyone agrees and says has the best fitness, nutrition, and healthy lifestyle advice in the world. And now, your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, Eric Sue here. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. We have a knowledgeable registered dietitian and nutritionist with us today. Her name is Christine Palumbo. We'll be talking about easy ways to eat at home and how to get through the holidays. So without any delay, let me introduce you all to Christine. Christine, are you ready to make it happen? Oh, I sure am, Eric. Awesome. Christine is an award-winning nutrition speaker, writer, and consultant. She writes the Good Sense Eating column for Chicago Parent and five New York City-based family publications and is a contributing editor for Environmental Nutrition. She has been invited to speak at national nutrition and health conferences including the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, Berry Health Benefits Symposium, Chicago Dental Society, and American Dental Hygienists Association. She also frequently presents corporate wellness programs in the Chicagoland area. Christine is a frequent guest on Chicago area television and has appeared on the Oprah Winfrey show, Fox News Chicago or Fox News Channel. Fox and Friends, and CNN's, if it FN's, the flip side? Um, financial News. Flip, financial News, the flip side. Okay. <laughs> um, that was a little bit about who you are, Christine. Uh, Could you share a little bit more with our audience and how you got started?
1: Well, sure. Um, Thanks, Eric. Well, you know, I started out uh, looking for a major in college, like most of us. And I happened upon i actually met somebody in line um in the dining hall, and it was this petite um Italian gal, and she told me that her major was dietetics or foods and nutrition and i I had never heard of that before, and so soon i found found myself sampling a nutrition course and decided that I was in love and um decided to make um dietetics my major and my future career. I have had zero regrets. It has been um, a lot of fun, uh, and I make a difference in people's lives. So uh, so in terms of background, I'm originally from the uh, near western suburbs of Chicago, and I live in Naperville now. I've lived here for quite a while. Um, my, I'm married. I have raised three children, and um, they're all pretty good uh, healthy eaters themselves they better so, be <laughs> uh, <in> addition, <laughs> So uh so you know um you know eating healthy it, uh, a lot of us you know we think in terms of black and white and for so many of us it's all or nothing and it really shouldn't be that way you know dietitians are not the food police um we certainly believe in um enjoying ourselves enjoying uh food and beverage and and uh you know, treating ourselves. It's, it's just um more of a uh you know, an overall lifestyle, an overall eating pattern of eating of choosing the right foods most of the time.
0: Excellent, excellent. Um before we dive into it even more, Christine, what's one cool or unique fact about yourself?
1: Oh boy. Um gosh, you know, I'm left handed, my husband is left handed. Mm. Uh, <laughs> that's one thing. Um you know, awesome. I am a very uh highly energized person. I have lots of energy, enthusiasm, and passion for things that i 'm interested in
0: excellent, very good. How does that work out? Lefty and lefty pretty good right?
1: <laughs> it works out pretty well exactly <laughs> yeah. uh, we when when our kids were little, and um you know we have a set of left handed uh Scissors in the kitchen drawer, and when our oldest, uh, who was righty, and all three kids are righties, uh, when she was old enough to use the scissors, I remember her questioning us, you know, like, why aren't the scissors scissors working for her? And we were like, oh, we got to get it. has got to get some righty scissors for her. Yeah. <laughs> so to this yeah. day, we have a set of lefty and righty scissors in the kitchen drawer.
0: Awesome, awesome. I, I can uh, relate kind of. My, uh, I'm a twin. And I don't think you knew that. I guess that's a unique fact about me. And um, my twin brother is a lefty. So uh, kind of know. Really? How interesting. Yeah, I'm a righty. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: so literally a mirror image, huh? <laughs>
0: yes, yes, it is. Awesome. Um, so I wanted to get into this topic of You know, eating at home, any easy ways to do so? The holidays are coming up. Um, Obviously, eating is a big, big topic on a lot of people's minds. Um, Share with me a little bit about your easy way to eat at home ideas.
1: Well, you know, it used to be a generation, two generations ago, eating out was for a celebration of some sort or was a treat. We would go out for a birthday, an anniversary, or a special occasion, and that has changed over the last, you know, 20, 30 years, and people are going out to eat on a routine basis. And as a result, our waistlines are showing it. So, and and I certainly would not, um, uh, you know, say, oh, you know, eating out is is over for you if you're trying to watch your waistline, but... um, the statistics are very clear that the more often a person eats out, um, the correlation uh, is that they are going to weigh more. Um, and, of course, we know why, uh, or at least some of us know why, uh, you know, we tend to eat more calories and tend to gain weight when we eat out more often. The portion sizes are enormous. They The portion sizes are two to three times what we should be eating at any given seating. And unfortunately, uh, a lot of us are unable to uh, eat a proper portion once it's in front of us. We just, Mm. you know, gobble it all down. So, yeah, I am a big fan of getting back into the kitchen. Uh, The problem is so many of us don't know how to cook. Or if we do know how to cook, we don't want to be bothered. But it really is a way to control things. You know, we we like to to be in in control of our own lives, but when we are eating out all the time, putting the nutritional decisions into um, the hands of the the restaurant cooks and the chefs. So, you know, getting back to basics and um, eating at home, whether you're single or you're part of a a pair or perhaps you have a family, um, it's a way to um, bring in, healthier food items in a proper portion and you know uh you know it's a way for you to control what you eat. So, you know, uh one of the easiest things to prepare at home is a roast. And you know, that that big boxy contraption with buttons and perhaps a clock that's in your kitchen is called a range mm. or a stove. Uh, you know, let's call it a range. And that range tends to have burners and it also h- tends to have a big door that you open and um, that's your oven. So, uh, putting a roast into the oven is the easiest thing and not only does it make your kitchen smell really tremendous, just beautifully, um, but then, and you have wonderful meal, a, a wonderful meal from it, but then you, you will have leftovers and you can do things with the leftovers. So let's, you know, maybe we can even talk about um, a really simple way to prepare a roast chicken, Eric. What do you think about that?
0: Uh, Yeah, let's dive right into it. Let's do it.
1: Okay. So pick out a a whole chicken, a whole fryer. Now, I prefer a fryer over a roasting chicken. Um, So pick one out at the grocery store. The reason why I like the fryers is that they're smaller Mm. and they're a little moister. You know, they're smaller because they're younger. Mm -hmm. Um, Bring it home. Uh, cut it open. There is no need to wash the chicken. And in fact, um, the leading food safety authorities are actually recommending or advising against washing chickens because uh, it increases the chance of actually some of that uh, potentially contaminated, uh, you know, fluids, uh, uh, cont- you know, cross contaminating in the kitchen. So just slip um, it out of the bag very carefully and put it on a roasting rack uh, on a roasting pan. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a roasting rack, you can still just put it in a pan that's big enough for it. And the purpose of putting it on a rack is that it raises it up high and it will roast a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you can do is you can season it, and it'll give it um, a very delicious taste. So um, a super way, super easy way to season the um, the chicken is to um, chop or crush a few garlic cloves mm-hmm. and take maybe half a lemon, um, take those garlic cloves and stick those inside the cavity of the chicken, take the juice of half a lemon and squeeze that inside and outside of the um, of the chicken, and then take those pieces uh, cut them small enough if you need to, and put them inside the cavity, and then take maybe a small onion or half of a medium to large size size onion, cut that into quarters and stuff that into the chicken, um season it with a little salt and pepper, and put it in the oven and It will take about an uh, hour hour and a half to cook mm-hmm. uh, and then you know in the meantime, you can throw a baked potato or two in the oven and um take some vegetables and lay those out on a cookie sheet um, i always line it with a little foyer a little bit of parchment paper just to ease right. the cleanup but throw some vegetables in the pan you know brush with a little bit of olive oil and um voila you know you've got in about an hour or so you have a meal um that you will um find absolutely delicious and is very good for you
0: now what is it about uh that ver that way of cooking that makes it uh, more superior or healthier?
1: Um, more superior or healthier compared to
0: what? Uh, frying, uh, sautéing the chicken.
1: Okay, well, you know, yeah, you're, you know, you're not adding any fats to the chicken, so that's probably the big thing, and you are using only natural fresh ingredients uh, in order to season it. Um, the very high heat that is generated when you are frying something, you know, in addition to the fat um, that is being added to the food, um, those very high heats actually can create cancer-causing compounds hmm. that over a period of time can actually increase our risk for cancer. Hmm.
0: Interesting. Um so, so the the roasting uh, could be a chicken. It could be, uh, I guess, a, a roast. Is that is that? The... You could absolutely again, uh, super easy. You can buy a, a roast uh, beef, or you can
1: buy a roast pork. So, um, a couple of my favorite cuts of of beef roast would be a sirloin tip, or a top round, or any other type of you know roast beef that you'd see at the grocery store. Same thing with pork. Well, actually, slightly different thing with pork. A super easy and quick uh, roast would be a pork loin. Mm-hmm. And again, I advise buying the pork loin unseasoned. Um, although you can find them with seasonings uh, from the grocery store. If you bring it home and season it yourself, uh, you know you are in control of what you're putting in it, and you are limiting the amount of uh, you know unhealthy ingredients and in particular salt. You know, you can add a little bit of salt, but you, you don't, you're you not going to load it all up. But if you put a pork loin in the oven, it takes less than an hour to cook. It's something like, depends on the size, but it could be like 45 to 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. And once you okay. slice it up, you know, and have, have a few pieces, put it on your plate, then you have those beautiful leftovers. And you can turn that into sandwiches. You can turn it into a stir fry the next day. You can turn it into fajitas. I mean, you know, the sky is the sky is the limit.
0: Sure.
1: Um, and the same thing with roast beef. Yeah. And then when you, like with a roast beef or a roast chicken, if you have, um, once you take it out of the oven, you have pan drippings, you can save those and, um, you know, add some vegetables and some leftover chopped meat, um, you know, a few days later and turn it into a delicious soup. Mm. And, you know, and then you can add, yeah, you can add a grain um, such as, barley or rice or a noodle um, and, it, you know, it, it is out of this world.
0: Nice, nice. It, it, there's nothing, I was there's say. nothing uh, you know,
1: more satisfying than, uh, you know, some soup bubbling on the stove uh, on a day when you have time. So perhaps, you know, you're working at home that day or it's the weekend. Uh, and you know, it just takes a few hours, and you know, you've got you got yourself uh, a pot of soup that you can enjoy that day, and then you know, put the what's left in the fridge, and then you know, and I, what I consider, um, you know, I always consider a, a pot of soup in the fridge is like money in the bank. You know, I don't have to cook the next day.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, uh, you know, I was going to say that uh, the the style of cooking that you are um, describing to us is is um, not just a one night or one meal type of cooking, it's actually a, a several days of food that's available after you do what you just said, right?
1: Absolutely. You know, I have long uh, used this comparison, you know, the old uh, adage uh, that a carpenter says, you know, measure twice, cut once. Yes. Well, I'm the opposite. I say, cook once, eat twice, or <laughs> perhaps even... The rice yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah, it's uh you know, and you can experiment, you can experiment and you know and and um certainly when you're when you're roasting something or you're making soup or a stew, uh, you can uh bump up the flavor by adding herbs and spices, um perhaps um, the listeners. Have some ancient spices. They don't know how old they are, or you know, maybe they inherited them from uh, from a parent, or they bought them years ago and they have no idea how old they are. Um, that's one of those things that um, uh, you know. If you see them on sale, or um, sometimes even in ethnic stores, you can get um, some pretty good deals on um, uh, you know brands that are not necessarily the name brands, sure. but invest in some. Some uh, fresh, freshly purchased herbs and spices, and um, have them out and you know keep them handy because herbs and spices um, they are plant foods just like vegetables are. You know, and anything that comes from a plant has um, you know a, 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 a whole lot of nutrients. So load up on the herbs and spices because not only do they increase your eating pleasure, but they increase the nutritional content of the food that you're adding them to.
0: Sure, absolutely. I believe in flavoring, um, but not overdoing it, like the salt and so forth. But um, let me uh, ask you this, Christine. Uh, We talked about this last time. What is it about cooking, you think, that trips people up?
1: People don't have enough confidence in their abilities. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. And just like with anything, like riding a bike, like learning how to drive, like learning how to use your smartphone. It's just a matter of doing it, perhaps making some fumbles along the way, but you'll figure it out and you'll get better and better at it the more you do it. So the same thing with cooking. Um, the, one of the most important parts of cooking, though, is planning. You now If you are coming home from work and you have nothing in the kitchen, you know, nothing in your fridge, nothing... Uh, no, nothing in mind to cook or to eat. Well, you know, you're going to have takeout. You're going to you're going to go through the drive-through. You're going to go out for dinner again, and not only eat a little little less healthy, but you're going to spend more money than you want to. So, you know, one of the um, best things that you can do is to plan for your week's meals. And what for me, I know, you know, life sometimes just happens when you're not least expecting you know you you get have some changes so well while while some people can plan a week out I like to plan out maybe four days at the most (laughs) Mm -hmm. and uh, and I ideally I think getting to the grocery store about twice a week works out best because that way you're sure to have some fresh produce Mm -hmm. Um, so you know plan your meals perhaps planning on a Friday night or a Saturday morning, and going to the grocery store on the weekend. And then maybe doing a quick trip uh, in the middle of the week. But you know, make out a list of your your schedule for the week. You know, what what kind of um, days do you, will you need a dinner? You know, or maybe maybe on Friday night that's pizza night, or maybe Friday night is um, date night. You're going out, so you don't need a meal that day. But you know, figure out what you want to what you want to eat. And, you know, this is going to vary depending on seasons. You know, we're heading into into those gloomy days of um, November, December. And, uh, you know, so we like more, um, uh, you know, meals that are uh, stick to the ribs, chilies and soups and, you know, spaghetti, that kind of thing, as opposed to grilling things outside. Although well, there's nothing wrong with grilling outside. Figure out, you know, what you have a taste for. Figure out um, what you have time to prepare uh, make your grocery list go to the store bring the groceries in or you know if you if you want to order groceries in from one of the many um delivery services you know go for that as well but then you've got ingredients on hand and then um you know perhaps uh, you know do some cooking you could do it you know on your own you could bring a friend in you could do it with your your partner um, or even another idea, if it's um, you know, if you're a single or you're just part of a couple, maybe join forces with some friends and uh, cook some extra meals, and then do some meal swapping. Mm. Makes it fun, and um, you know, it, it it saves time. So mm. you know, so one of the the I think you know, so many people grew up with uh, without learning how to cook, and they lack the confidence. It's just mm. you know, um, you know, and everybody. Burn something. <laughs> I know I have. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I still, <laughs> or you know, sometimes you, um, you know, um, things happen. So you have, you know, you go to Plan B at that
0: point. Nice, nice. Now, as far as uh, different types of people out there, uh, I'm in the fitness world, and a lot of the people that I speak with uh, want to eat healthier, and um, they're not really sure uh, how to eat healthy, uh, cook healthy, if you will. Uh, the roast mm-hmm. idea, I think, is one of the healthy options. Um, it, it almost seems like they have to cook all the time. Is that true, or do you do you find to eat healthy, you, you can cook once or twice a week and, and be okay?
1: Well, maybe not once a week, but you know, a couple of times a week. And you know, you and you you mentioned the word cook. You know, it, you don't have to always cook every meal. You know, there's certain certainly ways that you can cook or excuse me, that you could eat very healthful meals uh, by uh, eating foods that are um, are cold, you know. How about taking some greens, take some, you know, make a big salad, have a big um, salad base and you can put, um, you know, protein toppings on top. You can take some um, beans, put them on top. You could add cheese, you can add egg or, you know, all three of those if you'd like. Uh, One of the things that I I like to do is I'll make salmon or perhaps I've gone out to eat, going to a a nice restaurant and had some salmon. I've eaten only half of it. I bring the half home and then a day or two later I make myself this big, giant salad Mm -hmm. and I, I warm up the salmon, the leftover salmon, whether it's from a restaurant or it's home, and I kind of um, shred it a little bit, uh, put it on top, uh, dress it with a little bit of, um, you know, vinegar and olive oil or lemon juice and olive oil, a little dash of salt and pepper. And it's absolutely out of this world. So, and, and that's a no cook meal. Mm. Um, you can certainly make sandwiches. Uh, and it's not a hot meal. You know, just make a sandwich, uh, make a little side salad or or perhaps layer your sandwich with You know, loaded up with vegetables, so sliced um, bell pepper rings, olives, uh, eggplant, um, lettuce, of course, tomato, olives. I think I mentioned olives already. Uh, But you know, you can. You don't have to cook all the time.
0: Yeah. Uh, You know, I was going to say that, um, and this may be uh, going into a different direction, but you know, the holidays are coming, and a lot of people are going to be surrounded by, you know, snacks and sweets and. You know all of that stuff, um, you know, which would probably ruin, if you will, uh, the normal eating habits. Um, would you be able to share with us your your thoughts on on how to eat through the holidays?
1: Well, that is a loaded question. It's a it's a <laughs> tough question, and it and it is a tough. And if you think about it, you know here, um, uh, you know, the holiday season we think of it as the what maybe. Five weeks or so between Thanksgiving and New Year's, when in actuality the holiday eating season started in the middle of October mm. because people started bringing Halloween candy to the office or they had Halloween candy in their homes. And then so we start eating. I know I'm. I still have Halloween candy left over. Halloween candy mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, because Halloween was so so rainy <laughs> yeah. this year. Yeah. We didn't have a lot of uh, kids coming by the house. And then um, you know, instead of uh, the eating season being over, you know, uh, January first, uh, you know, there's one more big eating holiday, and that's uh, Super Bowl Sunday, which is, I believe, the First Sunday of February nowadays, yeah. um, but then we've got playoff games, you know, throughout the month of January. If in, and if one of your favorite teams is playing, well, you might be, you know, watching some football. So eating season lasts for quite a long time. So a couple, a couple of things. One is to, and this you might think, well, what does this have to do with eating and, have, and having temptation around it But it can make a big difference. And that is to get enough sleep. Hmm. When and, and this is the time of the year when, you know, animals hibernate and humans, well we don't do that, but many of us need a little extra sleep on these dark, gloomy days. So give yourself the gift of enough sleep and enough rest. Um so that's one thing. Um when you're well rested, you can be more um you know your um, what's the word I want to use? Um, you know your self discipline increases. You're you're able to withstand some of the assaults on the senses. Mm-hmm. So enough sleep is is a big thing. Um, another thing is to enjoy um, the foods and beverages of the season and not deny yourself but make the portions tiny. Mm. Maybe all you need is a couple of tastes of something. You know, it's the first couple of tastes that you enjoy the most, and then you have diminishing returns as you continue. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and, and don't waste your calories. Don't waste, um, you know, uh, eating things that you could eat at any time of the year. You know, if you are at some sort of get-together, or you're hosting, you know. Don't waste your calories on potato chips or pretzels. I mean, because those are snack foods you can have at any time. But if you are faced with uh, something that is special to the season, uh, and especially if it's something that perhaps a relative has prepared, um, enjoy it, you know. But have have a small amount mm. um, and enjoy every bite. Um, another thing too is to eat slowly. Um, take care of yourself in terms of hydration make sure that you're well hydrated um you know there's the old adage that oftentimes uh we um, mistake our thirst for hunger mm. so we think we're hungry when mm. when we're really thirsty and you know again you know it's heating season we uh you know our mucous membranes are dried out we get a little dehydrated and you know offices are are heated um you know the air gets drier gets, so make sure you you are well enough hydrated bef- uh before you are faced with food temptation whether it's at home or you're um, away from home and that will h- help as well
0: hmm. now uh real quick about that sleep uh, are you saying that people should get an extra 30 minutes uh nap are you saying they should go to bed earlier
1: well you know it used to be you know <laughs> Perhaps all of the above, but I'm a big fan of going to bed a little earlier than most of us do. you know years ago before we had widespread electricity, people would go to sleep when it got dark out mm. there wasn't There wasn't much else to do um we would or we you know we would read to candlelight, but you would get drowsy anyway so in in our lives are you know we can't go to bed when it's six o'clock or yeah. <laughs> five o'clock. But instead of staying up uh, to our usual, you know, whatever it is, you know, 11 o'clock or or whatever it is at night, you know, maybe go to bed a half hour earlier. You know, uh, oftentimes we decide, well, you know, we're going to stay up late during the week and then we're going to sleep in on the weekends, And that just throws everything off. So um, oftentimes we don't realize how much sleep, sleep we actually need. We just have become accustomed to feeling, you know, a little fatigued, but we think that's normal. Mm. Um, but when when we go on vacation, for example, or we have a maybe a three or four day weekend and we're able to sleep a little later and a little bit longer, without interruptions, we may find ourselves sleeping eight and a half hours. Mm. And you know, so 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 you know, everybody's um, like individual uh, sleep needs are unique. Some of us are able to get by with, say, six hours, six and a half hours. But the National Sleep Foundation recommends, you know, it's either seven to eight hours or seven and a half to eight hours, something like that. Mm-hmm. But like, like we'll just call it seven to eight. It's entirely possible that your individual needs are a little bit more than, um, uh, you know, a a colleague or or a friend, uh, but you know, seven to eight every night is a good guideline. Some people need a little extra too, you know, that's on average, that Mm. seven to eight is on average. Some of us need eight and a half, nine hours of sleep. Mm. So, uh, you know, and, and the term beauty sleep, uh, is, is true. You know, we, we look our best, we feel our best when we get adequate shut eye, um, because of the 24/7 news cycle and the 24/7 society that we lived in, we live in, and our propensity to bringing our um, our devices to the bedroom with us, mm-hmm. and we have mm-hmm. them close to our eyes. Well, that light close to our eyes actually suppresses the production of the sleep hormone, which is called melatonin. And so, you know, the advice really is to start dimming lights you know, maybe an hour before bed and turn off those devices uh, you know, about an hour before bed because you know, people might say, Well, I don't feel sleepy with well, because you're not allowing yourself to get sleepy. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and and now if you watch television in your bedroom mm-hmm. and if the T V is uh you know, a good distance away, that light isn't isn't too close. Mm-hmm. It it will not prevent you from falling asleep. So that's part of the problem is that we get a second wind at night. I know my husband is like that. Mm-hmm. He will get a second wind. Mm-hmm. And I get mad at him. I tell him, go to sleep. <laughs> and he says, well, I'm not tired. Well, it's because, you know, because he's, anyway, so yeah. uh, not to not to air dirty laundry, but, okay. uh, you know, <laughs> a lot of times we are not allowing ourselves to feel sleepy when mm-hmm. our bodies. Really are craving rest, and again when you when you've got, when you 've gotten enough sleep, Eric, the next day all is right with the world yeah and Most when you are and when you are yeah, and when you 're tired, especially when you 're chronically tired, nothing is right, yeah. nothing's good you know, and I, that's when
0: yeah, I was going to say that when you had said uh, get more sleep, I thought that uh, getting more sleep would prevent people from eating more. <laughs> Because you're not awake to eat.
1: <laughs> well, you know <laughs> that that is a um, uh, a consequence and a positive consequence. Yeah, uh, but yeah, but when we when we are sleep deprived, we crave uh, simple carbohydrates. We crave mm-hmm. sugary, fatty foods. We crave and eat all the wrong things. Uh, and it does not take long um for people who are sleep deprived to believe it or not have symptoms of prediabetes mm. and these are healthy young slender people there've been um a number of research studies actually done right here in Chicago at the University of Chicago with uh college students male college students mm. and they have symptoms of prediabetes after just a a short um short time of sleep deprivation mm.
0: Interesting. Well, we could keep going and going and going, I think, Christine. Um, We actually passed 30 minutes, which is not a problem. I'm in control of this show, or my time, I guess. But uh, I do respect your time as well. And, um, you know, how do people get a hold of you? And we may have to do another show, by the way. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, thank you, Eric. Well, again, my name is Christine Palumbo. Uh, it's with a, with a P, P is in Peter, A-L-U-M-B-O. I have a website, christinepalumbo.com. And right on the website, you can connect with me via social media. So I'm on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. So we can connect that way. Um, I'm in Naperville, and you can look me up um, uh, online as well. So thank you so much for... Having this, uh, having me uh, talk about this with you, Eric, it's sure. been a lot of fun today.
0: Absolutely, I really appreciate it. Um, we're going to keep those uh, pieces of details in the show notes so our audience can get a hold of you easier. And uh, really appreciate your nuggets of wisdom, knowledge, and expertise. Uh, we'll talk to you soon, and maybe we'll visit.
1: Okay, Eric. Thank you. Have a good Happy day. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to ericwsu.com for full recaps of every show and Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living life is waiting for you, so stay active and be safe.